time to take a deep breath, a little deeper, and settle in with your host, Spa and Wellness Director Genesee, starting right now on the Wellness Hour on Karma Radio. Welcome to your Wellness Hour brought to you by Inn and Spa Walden. Here's your 30-second rundown on how the Wellness Hour works. Like any good story, we have a beginning, middle, and end. The beginning of the show will review what has been, meaning we will take an exciting, deeper look at some of our lecture topics that ran the previous week at Walden. The middle will include what is happening now. Here we will tap into the energy of the present moment and see collectively what is surrounding all of us at this time. The end will give a sneak peek into what's to come, who's up next week, and what wellness activities are available for you to enjoy in the weeks to come. So let's twist time and start this hour in the past. Here we go. Good morning, Karma Radio listeners. How's your Friday? Good. How is yours? It started off with a bang. So we'd like to welcome Emily. I have Emily back in the studio. I'm so excited about that. Yeah, glad to be back. And we have, we have, how do we say this? I've got my, um, and with, what's Mr. Burns from Homer Simpson? I've got my Burns fingers going. <laughs> we have a very special guest. We actually have a few guests going to um, be popping in today. But uh, we have Michael Ramsey in studio with us. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. So, how do we describe? And we might have to cut in because we did schedule a um, uh, call in this morning with with uh, uh, Sarah Swati, who's going to be calling us. So we might stop any moment when that phone rings. But um, Michael Ramsey, how do we even begin to explain Enigma, the Enigma of Michael <laughs> Ramsey, the mystery? He is one of our wellness leaders at Walden. Emily and I have the unique privilege to get to work and be around his energy day in, day out when he's uh, here on uh, Walden property. And Michael is, let's see, how do I explain you to people? That's a very good question. So I do energy work, energy healing, biogeometry work. Um, So what do you want to talk about today? Ooh, I want to talk about absolutely everything. I I mean, this is going to be just such a day full of I can't even wait. We have no clue. So we, as you all know, all of our followers out there, Emily and I plan nothing. We try to, we try, (laughs) we come with outlines, full two page outlines every day and maybe get one or two sentences off of that. So let's start with, uh, we have our caller, uh, Sarah Swatsy is calling and she is, I believe, going to be calling us from New York. Are you there? I am. Hello. Hi. So are you in New York? Am I correct? I am in Syracuse, New York currently. Oh, beautiful. How's your weather? <laughs> it's gray. It's cold. It's still winter here. It, it, have you guys gotten the uh, the warm temps up in the 60s and 70s and then the snow like we've been getting here in Ohio? We haven't had too much warm weather, but I did hear that somebody got a call from Mother Nature the other day. Oh. And she said that she was on her way to spring, but Father Time was driving and he won't pull Ah! over. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love that. Oh my goodness. It's my like, response was that Mother Nature always wins. So I believe she's called us all for reinforcement. Ooh, divine feminine. <laughs> I believe that is the best way to introduce you because um, not having met you yet, we have you coming out to Walden next Saturday, April 28th, and you're going to be performing, hosting, leading, diving all of us into a beautiful cacao and sound journey. So could you tell us a little bit, let's start with the cacao because it's a bit more unfamiliar, I think, in the Ohio sure. market. So tell us a little bit about that and what, what that all entails. Yeah, well, I'm really looking forward to um, bringing this to Walden and uh, sharing this experience with all of you. Um, so most of us are, are familiar with cacao. I mean, of course, the way all of us have a relationship of some sort with with chocolate um but the difference <laughs> the difference between cacao and cocoa and chocolate is that the chocolate and cacao um that we have been consuming for most most of us and most of our lifetime is not only heated but really adulterated which affects its amazing biochemistry when it is not messed with. And so the cacao that I'm going to be bringing in is we're going to be drinking cacao mm -hmm. um, in its most traditional and ceremonial way and the way that it was used in Central and South America so is thousands it not of years ago. Is it not warmed it, in ceremony or? It's slightly warmed, but mm -hmm. never to a smoking point. Mm -hmm. And and it's the pure bean that's been fermented for three days. So all the chemical constituents are in intact mm -hmm. and haven't been changed in any way. So the way that it is different than regular cho chocolate is that, like I explained, you lose the original biochemistry when it's overheated, mm -hmm. like it is in commercial chocolate. And the bio, you know, diversity that you lose and the, chem the chemical constituents that you lose are what really provide that extraordinary experience of cacao. Um, you know, it's cacao is the precursor to chocolate. So it is, in fact, what chocolate is made from. Mm -hmm. But it's not the same as cocoa or the chocolate we're consuming today. So it's the in soul. Fact, yeah. And all the MAOI enzyme inhibitors are intact. And that makes the neurotransmitters last longer. So things like... Um, we can talk about first uh, anandamide, which is the bliss chemical, mm. you know? So when you consume this raw cacao, you have this, you know, heart opening experience and we experience that bliss chemical, um, which, you know, it can be very expansive. It can cultivate that unity, um, bliss. It also taps in and makes it last or longing, you know, the serotonin, the dopamine, uh, healing the dopamine receptor sites in the brain, things like oxytocin. Mm -hmm. We know we know that chocolate has um, aphrodisiac properties. In fact, did you know that Casanova um, in the 1700s, right? He was the Italian man. I don't know if he was a mm -hmm. prince, but he actually believed that cacao was a love elixir and would share it with his lovers. They would drink cacao. 
it's a great way <laughs> great way to not only open the heart but really really connect with that person <laughs> yeah. I found that a really interesting fact as I've been studying uh, the history of cacao and its traditional uses and how it you know made its way from Central and South America and these indigenous cultures and how it was used in ceremony which I'll be um, sharing with all of you in Ohio. So um, what is a ceremony? Europe. What, what would that ceremony look like or what could people expect um, who are coming to the ceremony of signed up and those who will sign up? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we will be sitting in a circle and there will be, you know, I'll um, have an altar built or make an altar and I'll be making the cacao in the traditional way mm -hmm. with a ceremonial grade cacao that's been fermented and not overheated. So during that process, I'll be talking a bit about the history and what one might expect, etc. cetera. Mm -hmm. um, but then we pass it around. So we sit in a circle around the altar and we pass around the cacao and then we will invoke the cacao deva. Mm -hmm. So each plant, um, you know, has a cacao deva or a cacao, um, like the cacao spirit. Mm -hmm. um, but each plant that we work with has a deva, you know, it's mm -hmm. uh, part of the elementals. For people who so, don't know what a deva or elemental is, how would you yeah, explain that? So it's, it's the spirit or the soul or in simplest terms the consciousness um, of the plant mm -hmm. whether you're picking mint from your garden you know there is a a plant consciousness in that mint mm -hmm. there is a you know a soul consciousness um, so yeah so we'll be invoking the you know the cacao deva or the consciousness of the cacao. Mm -hmm. And we can do that simply. You can think of it in simplest terms as um, intending or making an, an intention. Mm -hmm. You know, so ceremony is really, um, you know, ritual. We all have our daily rituals. Mm -hmm. um, but in this ceremony, you know, we're creating space. I'm holding space. We're using the medicinal properties of the the cacao um we're in making and setting intention together of how we're going to you know drink this consciously together and what our own individual purpose of doing that is and so we set the intention or connect with the consciousness of the cacao and um and then we do this not only individually but in in the collective of the group and then once we drink the cacao then what how would you explain then the unfolding of what would come yeah so i very much am just like your river guide and holding space in the container but each individual's experience will be unique mm -hmm. um, because of the you know from a scientific viewpoint from because of the chemical properties in this fermented um, raw cacao in this medicine we know that it's going to have an expansive energy mm -hmm. we know that it's going to create bliss um, for many of us, you know, cacao is the highest source of magnesium on the planet. 
So it's really going to drop us in, you know, where many of us will feel very calm and have a, a stillness that we don't normally get to experience, mm-hmm. you know, especially if somebody's not a meditator, mm-hmm. they could easily drop into meditation. And I will be guiding and leading a meditation or a visualization at some point during the ceremony. But what it brings, what, you know, what it brings is it connects the heart and the mind. So because it uncorks and opens the heart, it also brings the nature of your heart's desire to the surface. Mm-hmm. So because the rea- mm-hmm. oh, um, so in then ceremony, is it once you once you drink the cacao, then is it a silent um, experience from there on out, or what what kind of brings the as the river guide? <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. No, um, you know everybody is. Uh, open to their own process so yes i'll be leading a meditation and i often infuse sound Mm -hmm. but there's also time um where i'll pass around say like a lemurian sea quartz as like our talking stick Mm -hmm. um where if somebody has something that come is coming up for them Mm -hmm. or they would like to share with Mm -hmm. the group um we hold that space and container where they can do that and although it is um you're not obligated to share in any way the circle is open but contained for you to have that space um and again it's without any feedback so Mm -hmm. even if you presented a question or you shared an experience there's not going to be uh you know, you're not going to be given feedback from another. Mm-hmm. It's really about empowerment and awakening that inner healer and that inner knower and seer within each individual. Mm-hmm. So uh, when you're in this circle, is that when you're um, including like the sound journey um, incorporated into the circle? We do a little bit of sound, but I believe, um, you know, the sound j- the actual full sound journey is going to be separate from this cacao ceremony. But it's very rare that I ever lead a cacao ceremony without infusing some type of sound medicine at the end Mm. um, and guiding people into a deeper, uh, blissful experience of meditation. So the length of the cacao ceremony itself is how long? It can be anywhere from two to three hours. Beautiful. But I believe uh, for the Walden event, we we have it all scheduled out for you. Yeah, and then the, and so we um, because you are so gifted in not only the cacao ceremony and and hosting that, leading that, and and allowing people to move into that space, but you also, as you just explained, can and love to do sound journeys so because you were coming out we wanted to maximize (laughs) your exposure at walden and give give all of our uh, um, beautiful guests the opportunity to experience all that you do and bring into this world so we um, are starting with the sound journey um, and and that in itself could be scheduled separately and then we mm-hmm. break and go into the cacao ceremony but so if you could just then walk us through i think more recognized than cacao at least here in ohio sound journeys and i don't know if it's just because this is 
my experience and I seek out sound journeys as much as I can, sound bath, sound journey. Um, but it seems to be a little bit more recognized. So will you tell us in your words what uh, going through or being a, a participant in a sound journey with you is like? Sure. Well, I've never participated on the receiving end uh, of one of my sound journeys. Um, but I'm happy to share how I uh, cultivate the space, um, how the sound moves through and the feedback that um, I've received. And also, let me first just say that, you know, what I find is that sound journeys and cacao ceremonies go really well together because the cacao and the sound almost work, they work synergistically together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really exciting that there's going to be a sound journey first, which is going to bring people in, mm-hmm. inward, um, to their own inner journey. And then there's this cacao experience after that will again end with a little bit of sound. It's going to be a powerful experience, but a sound journey is, um, it's really a journey that's unique to to each individual and the participants I have the participants lie in Shavasana which is a yoga pose where you're lying on your back or corpse position and you can be supported with any blankets or props that you need and so while the participants are lying in this corpse position while I play various different sound medicine tools um, I prefer the term sound medicine rather than sound healing because it. then when we start talking about sound healing, it puts me in this position of looking like or being a, a healer when in fact, you know, it's the sound and the sound current. Um, I'm just taking instructions is what I always like to say from the sound medicine tools themselves. And what this current and vibration does is then awaken the inner healer within each individual. Um, So the sound medicine tools I use are different tones, frequencies, hertz, vibrations. And I work mostly with alchemy singing bowls. Mm. I'm a distributor for crystal tones and have a um, crystal tones temple here in Syracuse, New York. Mm. And I also bring lots of bowls into Iceland as well um, and distribute bowls bowls there. Um, So I work a lot with alchemy crystal singing bowls, which are various gems, minerals, earths infused in with a traditional quartz crystal. I also work with crystal liras, copper harps, and various different elemental chimes and gongs, of course. Um, So a lot of different sound medicine tools or instruments. And during that experience, um, the participants are are lying down and there will be periods of silence uh, throughout. There will also be other sounds coming in, you know, it depends where it's being facilitated. Mm -hmm. Uh, There might be a plane flying overhead. Somebody might uh, drop into a light, light snore. Uh, <laughs> this <base>. is all, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's all part of the the journey, mm-hmm. and and the journey is unique to each individual. So whether it's completely blissful, mm-hmm. or perhaps it's a little more impactful in the way that you do feel some resistance in the body or something shift 
that might be a little bit uncomfortable. Even if there's discomfort, it's transient, it's passing. It's just like, you know, the sound currents coming up against perhaps a blockage in one of the energy channels of the body or meridians. And it's just kind of like clearing a drain out, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You know, it's like moving it through. So it's it's going to, to pass and it's equally valuable. Mm -hmm. And you receive more benefit the more and more you come to these journeys. Each one is different. The instruments play differently. Uh, bowl sets. I can't wait to see the bowl sets that... Um, volunteer decide to come in for mm. for your um, area yeah. it's really unique to each each journey each area um, it's exciting so yeah. Sarah Swati would you say that this would be uh, an experience for a beginner intermediate advanced seeker of these journeys this is the cool thing um, that I've witnessed is that it is truly open to all and so as you know here in Syracuse I uh, am director of Dharma Yoga Syracuse mm -hmm. um, and the lineage of Sri Dharma Mitra um, but what I've noticed is that the sound journeys a majority of the people that are coming to the sound journeys it's not all yoga students mm -hmm. it's young it's old um, it's people from all different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating. You know, people who may not have a, even consider having a spiritual practice of sorts, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So anybody can benefit. My family comes. Mm -hmm. My parents um, have come to these sound journeys, which is really uh, quite fascinating and, and extraordinary to, yeah. to witness. Yeah, it's really all inclusive, the cacao mm -hmm. and the sound journeys, um, because it's empowering to the individual, mm -hmm. right? To to not only go within, um, but not everybody can do the yoga poses. Mm -hmm. Not everybody can um, sit on the floor cross-legged. You know, there's all different ways of moving the body and doing meditation, of course. Mm -hmm. You can sit in a chair, but everybody can receive the sound journey mm -hmm. um, somehow you know sometimes people I have chairs propped up if they yeah. need a chair or what have you Beautiful. and the same thing everybody can drink cacao yeah oh well thank you so much for your time this morning it's such a blessing to have you here and, and gracing us with your light we can all feel it here in this studio and we are mm -hmm. so looking forward to having you next Saturday so thank you so much oh it's a pleasure I can't wait to meet you all will you be there oh yes oh okay. yes I wouldn't miss the bliss. <laughs> I, I think we got two more participants. <laughs> yeah, I, I really cannot wait to share this and um, meet all of you. So I look forward to sharing the sound and sharing some cacao with you next weekend. And bring Mother Nature if you don't mind. I will. <laughs> well, thank you. Have a beautiful day. You too. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. So just to remind everybody, I actually, I, I messed up. Uh, so we're doing at Walden next Saturday, April 28th. It's going to be 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. And you can schedule these separately if you want to. We still have space, although I'm sure we will sell out. Um, so 3 to 5 p.m. is the sacred cacao ceremony that we were talking about. And then we do a nice break there, an integration break. And um, in the package, you can schedule 
dinner is included in that total package if you did the cacao ceremony dinner with us at Walden and then the sound journey. It's $75 if you wanted to just do the cacao and the sound uh, sound journey. It's $50. Or if you want to just come and partake in one or the other, the sound or the cacao ceremony, it's $30. So we hope to see you there. It's going to be phenomenal. 6.30 to 7.30 is the finale in the sound journey and we do this in our jodhpurs lounge at at walden which um talk about energy it has a big glass window out into our horse arena and so it is just and when we do uh, events like this the horses will trot right up to the window and stare in as as any good horse would <laughs> vibing off the energy with us so it's just a really fun experience all right Back to Michael. Back to Michael. <laughs> now into the rabbit hole. Sorry, Michael. This That's is, okay. Let's go deep. Let's go deep. Okay, so Michael, let's just get right into it. So um, the really fun, the really fun thing is Emily works at at Walden with us, and um, and Emily has no clue about what what. <laughs> the the mastermind michael is starting to put together i don't even think we have a clue maybe you have a little bit better clue than i do so uh please tell us about um your latest passion uh i right let's just open that <laughs> folder tell us about your latest passion and then maybe what we're going to try and start to integrate into the spa at walden okay so biogeometry is an amazing science and spirituality that comes from ancient Egypt. It uses shape and geometry and numbers and angles and frequency all to create that divine centering aspect. Mm -hmm. It's like creating the energy. You find it sacred power spots all over the world. Mm -hmm. And the sacred power spot. What for people who wouldn't know that? So most people know of like vortex at Sedona or things like that. But pyramids. But also where the pyramids and old temples were built. Mm -hmm. are all built on sacred power spots mm-hmm. where there's a very strong divine centering energy. Mm-hmm. And that energy carries a certain frequency. There's really three aspects of that frequency. There's this spiritual carrier wave that like carries information. Mm-hmm. There's the ultraviolet frequency and then there's the, the gold frequency. Mm-hmm. And all of those power spots carry those three frequencies. Mm-hmm. And so what we're going to be doing at Walden is really transmuting the space. We're going to start with one of the spa rooms. Mm-hmm. So transmuting Go Transmuting, deeper. changing. So, <laughs> or go more superficial. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we we live in a world full of EMF, electromagnetic uh-huh. radiation. Yes. Okay, and it affects all of us. And so, our electricity, all our cell phone signals, our smart meters, everything around us is, is detrimental to us. It mm-hmm. actually weakens our energy field. I can test your frequency, put you in some in an area that has strong EMF signals, and it'll weaken your energy. Uh-huh. So we're going to basically take the spa room, and through geometric shape and numbers and angles and frequencies, we're going to transmute the electricity, the water, all the earth grids, all the energetic lines of the earth that are also carrying detrimental energy. Tell me why they carry detrimental energy. Yeah. Because have they always? No. <laughs> so some, some yes and some no. So they all, the earth grids all have this, what they call negative green energy. Mm-hmm. And it does, when I say negative green, it doesn't mean it's bad. Mm -hmm. It's not a judgment. (laughs) It's the polarity. It's the polarity of positive, like a battery. Mm -hmm. So you have positive green and negative green, Mm -hmm. like the polarity. It's like the frequencies. We can see the green that's positive green. It's the color frequency that we see Mm -hmm. in the tree or the grass. 
but negative green is the opposite polarity. We don't, we can't see that. It's not part of the visual spectrum that we can see. Mm-hmm. Um, so where was I going with that? The Earth grids and yes, thank you, the Earth grids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the Earth grids have this both vertical and horizontal negative green, mm-hmm. and so it also picks up and carries all the electromagnetic radiation that's in the environment. Mm. So all the Wi-Fi signals, all the electricity, all the smart meters, it's picking up and carrying that mm-hmm. because it's a spiritual transmission energy. So mm-hmm. it carries the frequency that's around it. So when we transmute it, we basically take through geometry, through shape and dimension and angle. Like the pyramids did. Like the pyramids did. Mm-hmm. And we turn it. So basically that earth grid is now carrying a beneficial frequency, a centering, divine, harmonizing, mm-hmm. healing frequency. Is this what Tesla was working with? That's a good question. Oh. I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know he was trying to cultivate I mean, the the only component of this I know is that the, all the conspiracy there. He was trying to cultivate a electricity that would use the Earth grid, so that it was in supply to everybody. And ah, and, and then interesting. So now you gave me something to look into. Oh. So I don't know much about Tesla. And, Next and show. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we get these guys back. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so we're transmuting. So transmuting is turning that which is weakening us or detrimental to us um, into something that is positive. And so I like the example of the pyramid just because I think everybody knows what the Great Pyramids are. And they're so big. And I think even the person who's not a spiritual seeker knows that there's something mysterious, spiritual, different about the pyramid. Sure. The pyramids were built on a very specific spot. They were built on a power spot and they were aligned to the earth grids mm-hmm. very specifically mm-hmm. in their very specific shape. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not an actual... Most pyramids, pyramids are not actually a perfect pyramid mm. um, because if you build a perfect pyramid, it actually has a dehydrating and mummifying effect. Ooh. Yeah. Quite <laughs> interesting. So most of the pyramids will have a groove down the middle of them or a certain shift in their angle. Mm-hmm. So they basically transmute mm-hmm. that negative Diffuse, aspect, that detrimental yeah. mm-hmm. aspect of that negative green. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me how this, because I've heard you talk uh, to people and explain this before about our houses. Mm-hmm. And you talk about these right angles. <laughs> <laughs> Whose house has a right angle in it? <laughs> um, how do you even begin counting? Right. Well, the first thing that's really <laughs> fascinating is that we're the only animal known that really will build a home uh-huh. or a nest that's harmful to us <laughs> okay so that's interesting right there but yeah so every angle has a frequency to it mm-hmm. you know in egypt they would call that they would say that every angle is an angel mm-hmm. so every different angle has a different frequency and it's basically a different angel mm-hmm. so a 90 degree angle has a very specific energy a 45 degree angle has a very specific energy mm-hmm. so that 90 degree angle c- creates that spiritual carrier wave that negative green mm-hmm. and it can have both vertical and horizontal aspects to that that's why in feng shui they say it's very important what you put in the corner of a room mm. because the energy of that corner will transmute what's ever in the corner of that room into the energy of the home mm. yeah <laughs> everybody right now is mapping out their house <laughs> yeah so what's in the corner of your room <laughs> if it's my husband's side, dirty socks. <laughs> he is one of those corner hoarders. <laughs> Ooh, trash cans go in the corners of rooms. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. 
So this is so interesting because um, being somebody who's known you for a while, I'd say, (laughs) in this pursuit, we've um, had some fun together. So um, your work to me, um, before this layer was incorporated, um, you such a, I mean, when we talk about healers, and he would never say this about himself, but the stories this man has about working with people and helping to just have them activate to their strengths and um, how do we say that? Let go of that which is weakening them. He is one of the most transformative, transmuting facilitators of healing, I would say, because you really just work with a person's own energetic signature, their, sure. what, what they're moving through. You're just so compassionate in that way. And so um, this is how I originally uh, met Michael, was through his, his healing work. And he still does all this, but he has in, incorporated, and how long has it been? This has only come through for you Jeez, since, since the beginning January. of the year, right? Yeah. And so this, and again, it's this, when I talk Michael, I talk planes of existence. So it's this <laughs> next level plane that's layered onto what he does already. And it's so interesting to me because when I ask you a question about healing or creating with this new energy that you're working with um, and, and transmuting this, all the earth grids and making, making it's really spaces now, you, you know, you used to very much so focus on the individual and now it's expanded into the space. But yet when I talk to you about this, it's you start, there's, we talk about one room in a home and it's like there are you're, there are 101 things that you could start working on in just one room of a home so tell me how you even begin to like we're going to do spa suite 7 we've chosen at walden <laughs> spa suite 7 oh yeah and we're going to we're going to take this one room in our entire spa facility and we're going to have michael completely work the energy of this room and we're going to then test it with different yeah, different yeah. and see what happens and see responses. Anyways, um, and so th- even just that one room out of our entire facility, there's so much that you can do. How do you even begin to look at, analyze? Tell me the process. How do you how do you do this? <laughs> well, it's, it's amazing. It's actually whether I'm working with a person or I'm working with a space, I'm always thinking about the center. Hmm. Because we're always wanting to activate the divine center. It's mm-hmm. like a transcendental doorway beyond time and space. Okay. Emily, wait, wait. Let's get the Emily barometer. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, say that last sentence again. It's a transcendental doorway between time and space. Okay, Emily, define that. <laughs> um, I'm thinking like you're walking like into another dimension, like energy. So if he wants to find somebody's center and activate this transcendental doorway... <laughs> Beyond time and space. <laughs> <laughs> so, Emily, <laughs> what's he doing? Break it down for us. <laughs> Probably, like, I, I don't know, like, feeling, like, when someone's in that that room, just, like, feeling other energy and other dimensions, like, kind of like, um, like, other entities in the room. I would, that that's kind of what it means to me, I would say. Okay, Michael. Okay. Probably so, totally off. so 
Yeah, help us understand more that finding the center. Uh, so let's let's t- let's call it the one still point, the the point of creation. Everything has a center. A piece of paper has a center. A desk has a center. Every organ in your body has a center. Your your energetic system has a center. And so when we get out of center, we get off balance. We have symptoms in our life. Mm-hmm. Okay, if an organ's out of balance or a uh, system's out of balance, or our thoughts, our mind, our emotions are out of balance, we have symptoms in our life. So. Through the healing work in biogeometry, we're activating the center. We're not trying to push a system one way or another. We're activating the divine center where everything is created from. So whether that's in a room or a space or a building or a person or an organ or a cell, we're always activating the center and can basically where that divine creation comes from. Okay. So... That's where you you say healing comes from. Yes. When we can start, uh, I like the pendulum term. So when we swing too far to the left, we have we have signs and symptoms and dis- discomfort in our lives. Right. And when we swing too far to the right, look at our political system. <laughs> we again have too much. New, we have problems. So your goal is to get what whatever you're looking at. If it's a it's a room, spa suite seven. Right. If it's a city, <laughs> Aurora, Ohio, if it's the planet, you're you're trying to hone in on that center vibration. Yeah, one of the things I want to do is you mentioned a city is that I want to actually pick a city, uh, pick an area, a community where crime rate is high, poverty, whatever it might be. And mm-hmm. I actually want to, from a distance... Mm-hmm activate the center of that community Mm. and I want to study over a period of time as we do that from Mm -hmm. a distance um, all the figures of crime and poverty and Mm -hmm. employment and all of that for that community Mm -hmm. so So they've had they've done this before studies I mean they have I forget what it's called I'm going to gave it a name you could probably google this and it would come up it's like the 10 monk study or something and they sent I don't even think they sent the monks in but they had the monks focusing on a city with high crime and then did I think it was a part of the heart math math program anyways but um, then they analyzed what was going on statistically with crime and all of the factors that go into what we would consider something in harmony or something out of balance yeah well it's a great thing I mean they've done studies with people that meditate when you get a certain number of people to meditate mm-hmm. crime and violence goes down mm-hmm. the great thing about biogeometry is you do this through geometric shapes and angles and numbers and frequencies mm-hmm. and colors that I don't need 10 monks to sit there <laughs> okay <laughs> so <laughs> we can we can do it we can harmonize the space and then go on and move something else and allow that just to continue to work because we're really working with the divine principles of nature Mm -hmm. what the egyptians would call the netters Mm -hmm. and this is where the term nature comes from is the egyptian term netters Mm -hmm. the the principles the laws of nature Mm -hmm. so you mentioned how we gonna you know approach a room yeah (laughs) if you want to go back to that um so first we have to look at like the things that are affecting the space immediately so Mm -hmm. the electric is the most important thing Mm -hmm. so first thing we have to do is through through shape and number, transmute the electric. So now all the electric that's running into that space is now sending a harmonizing, centering, healing vibration. Because it usually produces high EMF, and yes. it's scientifically high EMF puts the, the cells of the body into a state of chaos instead of instead of coherence. This right. is something scientific that you can look at. So yeah. being surrounded by high EMF fields can actually decrease a person's 
well-being. Yeah, we can actually read your frequency. We have tools to read your frequency. Mm -hmm. So when you're in that environment, it actually shows a weakening of your of your energy Mm -hmm. and your frequency. Mm -hmm. The reason we do the electric first is because it's affecting other things in the room. It's affecting the grid lines, the earth grids. Because if I try to uh, transmute the earth grids first and do the electric second, Mm -hmm. they're playing together, Mm -hmm. and so the earth, the electricity is working. Mm-hmm. You know, if I if there's a, I was working at a salon in Seoul, and, and I had to work on the electric first because the whole breaker panel was running between inside of two huge earth grids, mm. and so the, all the electric radiation is running in those earth grids. So now it's not only bringing in the high EMF, but it's also bringing in that negative like horizontal vertical green, vertical green yeah. which is just another layer to what is making us out of the zero point or out of center. And so all of these things are layering on top of each other. And we wonder why as, as we add more and more and more of this into our lives, why we're getting sicker and sicker. Right. And so, okay. So, so continue. (laughs) So, so we do the electric and then once the electric and the water is done, um, we test every single outlet. We test to make sure everything is working. And it's interesting because when I do the electric, I test it on all planes of our existence. Mm-hmm. I don't just go in and simply, oh, yeah, it's now have a centering vibration. Mm-hmm. I make sure it has a centering vibration on the physical, the vital, the mental, emotional, and the higher spiritual planes. Mm-hmm. So it's now harmonizing and resonating that centering vibration on all planes of existence. So what's that mean, Emily? <laughs> 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 so on all planes of existence. So why does that matter? Why would what? Because our energy is like I don't I don't really know how to explain it. Like, um, so you're somebody who just discovered that physical is just the last the last place sickness hits us. Right. You've yeah. gone through energy, this personally. Mental, yeah. It's mind, body, soul. Um, so. So how that, yeah, the different planes, basically. Yeah, you have to work on everything. You can't just work on the physical. You have to work on the mental and the everything behind it. Every, yeah, yeah, all of those. I want that yeah. centering vibration to reach you on the emotional plane. Yeah. On your mental plane. So when plane. you're talking about the electricity, are you changing things physically or just the energy? Oh, great like, question. No, you don't change the, the amplitude. You don't change the electricity at all. It's just now... It's now carrying a centering vibration inside of it. So the cool thing Michael expressed to me is that once you center the um, electrical, mm-hmm. and maybe it'd be a, a maybe explain the client you have that was laying on a bio a biomat because that's a very tangible thing. I think he he was laying on a biomat that plugged yeah. into the wall. Yeah, so it was a, a distant client. He was on the other side of the country, and uh, we were about to do our session. I usually have my clients sit or lay down for 30 minutes, and he said, do you mind if I lay down on my bio mat? And I said, well, I don't know. Let's test it. Mm-hmm. So I had a witness of him, which is basically a photograph, which carries his frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can read everything about his frequency from his photograph. You can do that. Spooky at Adams, guys. Yeah. If you need to research that, it's Einstein's theory on spooky atoms. Yeah, we can do that for, for sacred places, too. You can read any photograph for its frequency of anything, a place, a person, a building. Um, so I have his photograph, and he goes over close to his biomat, and I'm reading his frequency with a spe- specific pendulum that reads um, personal wavelength frequency. And 
it starts to weaken. Mm -hmm. And I said, hold on, are you on the mat? And he said, no, I'm just close to it. And I said, well, you're already getting weakened. And he says, well, I'm standing by my Wi-Fi router. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I said, okay, so take it into another room. Let's Mm -hmm. get away from the Wi-Fi router because that's definitely weakening you. Mm -hmm. So he goes over and he lays down. He plugs it in. He lays down the biomat and it energetically weakens him. I can feel it and I can read it in his frequency. So he turns the mat off and it's still weakening him. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, okay, is it the electricity or is it the amethyst crystals in the mat Mm -hmm. that is just not the frequency he needs right now Mm -hmm. and so i told him to draw 16 lines on a piece of paper 16 equal lines equally spaced parallel lines just small 16 lines because 16 is a very powerful number it creates the centering vibration Okay, and it'll transmute the electric and so he i tell him to tape the piece of paper on the electrical cord and then lie back down on the mat. It completely transmutes the electricity, so now lying on the mat strengthens him instead of weakens him. Okay? Wow. Whether it's on or off. Emily, are you going home and drawing 16 <laughs> equally? I, I've done this in my office because I sit on a grounding mat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's oh. showing us his arm. He's, I have 16 he's dots on my arm. self-tattooed right himself. <laughs> I did it here. I know that I had to wood burn this, yes. but I did, I did 16 uh, lines on each other. Anyways, so we'll, we, uh, yes, so you'll be going home and drawing 16 lines on just about everything you own that's plugged in. So that's shape information. So it's 16, if anything, of the same shape information. You can take 16 paper clips. Uh, also, 19 it has a very strong spiritual number to it. If it's the same shape and dimension and spaced equally apart from each other, it creates that centering vibration wow. automatically. So amazing that something so little can change so much. Yes. And so the um, uh, the electricity going into our house now electricity you told us earlier it's it's flowing into the house but then it's also getting picked up by these earth grids that then run it through the house on the earth grid and permeate it along that it's like a getting swept into a current and so when you transmute that this is what's so mind-blowing to me is now that's pulling in a beneficial frequency for the body something that's putting you into centering space and now it's flowing that into the current of the earth grid is that correct absolutely so that's just so phenomenal. Yeah. And, and then you transmit the earth grid itself. So now the electric, the water, and the earth grids are all carrying this centering vibration. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's amazing. And when you can feel the difference, it's amazing to, to notice the difference. But once you, got, once you have the electric and the, the water and the earth grids all harmonized, then you deal with other types of angles in the room and things that are creating any type of vertical negative green. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go as far as working with all the windows because there's 90 degree angles on all the windows. Uh, I know, okay. right? Let's make them stop talking. Let's make them stop talking. <laughs> you can leave. <laughs> that's all. The earth, grid, water, and electric. That's all I can handle. <laughs> What's well, also fascinating, you can take color and, you know, we can take the massage table itself and you can walk around that table and take a little spot of color and you can find out where does this spot of color strengthen the centering energy for this table and you can balance that massage table with color with mm-hmm. just tiny little dots of color mm-hmm. and then so that whole table is now vibrating that centering vibration so tell me is there any difference to um if a client walks into that room of course the therapy what they're 
paying for is the treatment, which is going to happen on that table. So I see why the table is so important. But they also claim at Spa Walden we have private spa suites. So every room is this gorgeous suite that you're checked into. And so is there any any difference or any benefit to doing that table and having to center that table specifically or doing that same color um, color activation to the room since it's in essence their room would do you think you'd get yeah different it's benefit? just uh you're going to balance the whole room anyways because we're going to do direct application of some things like i mentioned electrical water and the earth grids and then we'll do an overlay of the whole space using different types of biogeometry bio tools yeah um so the whole space will be humming with a bg3 yeah um that's what, they call, that's what they call it. All right, BG3. a technical term, <laughs> biogeometry B- three. I'm, pl- I'm playing B62s <laughs> as your exit song. <laughs> <laughs> that's that centering vibration that they call in biogeometry. Biogeometry three has those three principles of energy uh, that I mentioned earlier. Okay. Um, so the whole space is going to be harmonized with that centering vibration, mm-hmm. but they're going to be laying on the table. So why not make the table hum? <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is the mind of a <laughs> master here. <laughs> So tell me, will Emily, if she didn't know what was happening to Suite 7 and she goes in to get her employee service, (laughs) if she gets checked in in March to room 12, gets her service, and then in April gets checked into room 7 and gets her service, do you think Emily with no, no cognitive knowledge of this, do you think she's going to have... Yeah, I think everybody... Whether they can verbally uh, acknowledge or say exactly what they're feeling, mm-hmm. I think everybody will notice the energy of the room. Mm-hmm. Some people actually physically feel it in their body mm-hmm. very strongly if they're sensitive to energy. Other people will just feel more centered and calm and mm-hmm. peaceful and relaxed. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, yeah, I believe everybody will notice it. Some will be Whether they can express it. it or not. Yeah. Um, and then, ooh, uh, that just that thought just floated out of my mind. So um, in this, if we tell people, I mean, you and I have talked about, number one, we've talked about trying to invite people into this space, maybe some of our loyalty guests at Walden, get ready loyalty guests, and invite them in and just see if they have a different, unique experience, just to have some some words or something to put with it you also said there's a way to, to test this the the architect am i saying this correct mm-hmm. too originally uh Bill um uh who originally conceptualized or right. put into bio-geometry. words biogeometry to be able to teach other people how to find centering in spaces right. um you said he's done this for how long oh for over 40 years dr Ibrahim karim He's an Egyptian architect who really um, fine-tuned biogeometry. But he's built pavilions for special needs children. And just by sitting in this pavilion, they know that it raises their serotonin levels and melatonin levels in the Mm -hmm. brain just by Mm -hmm. sitting in the pavilion. Mm -hmm. And so the effects, so these, because he's been doing this for so long and, of course, has collected scientific data to back up, you know, once he went public with a lot of this. Um, and so what what are some of the effects? I mean, does you said he's done things in cities to water towers, and it lasts for 
Yeah, it's actually, if you want to go online, look up biogeometry and look up the Hamburg project in Hamburg, Switzerland. It was actually a cell tower. They built a new cell tower in the steeple of a church in this in the city, mm-hmm. and it was like the tipping point of EMF of radiation in that city. Um, they did a quality study, and people were just not happy. Fifty mm. percent of the cattle in that town was sick or giving stillbirths. Oh, the songbirds, goodness. the songbirds actually left the oh, town. Oh wow! Yeah, and children were having seizures, like five seizures a day. Oh goodness! And, and relationships, people just weren't happy. And you could tell by the study they did. So Dr. Krim went in with biogeometry, with just geometric shapes, mm-hmm. and completely transmuted all the Wi-Fi cell, the cell towers and all the signals in the town. Mm-hmm. And it completely changed the environment. Mm-hmm. The cattle became well, people became happier. They did a whole quality study of the town. And marriages, the people that were not happy together were now they were getting flirting along. again. Yeah, they're yeah. now getting along. They better. had a cacao experience. Yes, they, they, <laughs> they experienced some chemical bliss. <laughs> uh, the songbirds returned. The children stopped having seizures. I mean, mm. it was just amazing what mm-hmm. happened. This is just through geometric shape. And you said his son went back later to fine tune this, right? Yeah. So when how- they went back, for, I don't remember what it was. I, don't remember the time period, but they went back to just test everything and make sure everything, see if anything needed to be cleaned or replaced. Um, so they had to take some of the geometric shapes down for a short period of time, for like three days. Oh, yeah. And they found that the kids that were having seizures, all of a sudden, they, they that had quickly. started having seizures again. No. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And... They found also that when the kids were in the centering vibration in this town, they didn't have seizures. But when they left the town to visit someplace else, they started to have seizures. So what's that mean to you? It means that, well, for one, they became super sensitive to EMF, Uh to electromagnetic radiation. Um, And that centering vibration. So as long as they were in that centering vibration, Mm -hmm. they were okay. Um, that's one of the reasons that he started to make pendants for them to wear mm. so they can go travel outside. But there's so many people now that are super sensitive because mm-hmm. we're, we're saturated with EMF. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the immune disorders and things of this nature, um, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, mm-hmm. all this stuff is really a big part of it is the EMF we live in. My mind is asking, why are some people so sensitive but their neighbor next door? And let's just assume there's no huge earth grid running through neighbor's house. Right. <laughs> but neighbor next door isn't as affected. So have you have you riddled that one? Yeah, it's a good question because, you know, in my healing work, I used to work mostly with the individual's energy system. So now I'm working with their environment as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding it has just a, as an important impact as, as their own internal environment, their mm-hmm. mental and emotional environment. Mm-hmm but also the environment they're living in. If they're sleeping in a detrimental area. Yeah, if they have right. the trash in the corner of the room. Right. <laughs> Full circle, guys. <laughs> so um, so if somebody's in a weakened mental or emotional state, mm-hmm. then they're going to be more susceptible. So, so one of the pot- possibilities is that because somebody um, maybe has started to really work on that internal world of, as we were talking about before, Emily, the different planes of existence, not only physical, vital, or if you call it etheric, emotional, mental, spiritual, all these levels and layers that make up what we're experiencing here in this reality. So if we're running on programs, belief systems, things that are that are affecting that internal world, then we might 
be that more susceptible. Sure. And it's not a 100% one way or another, but... Sure. Every yeah. thought, every thought, emotion affect, affects us. It's a frequency. It affects mm-hmm. us. And if we have certain thoughts over a period of time, it's going to weaken our, on our energy system. So in a weakened state, if we're trying to combat all the EMF, mm-hmm. we call it electric smog, electronic, excuse me, electromagnetic smog now. Mm-hmm. Because it's getting thick. Right. Because <laughs> it's literally, there's residual waves that are everywhere. So yeah. we're literally living in, in radiation smog. Yeah. Wow. So if we're in a weakened state ourselves, mm-hmm. then we're more susceptible. Mm. Wow. So this is coming. I feel like, uh, Emily, you're probably going to have to be a part of this as well because there's going to be so much information to it. But stay tuned, of course. I know everybody who listens hears us say it all the time, but we have the YouTube channel, our our uh, webpage, your Walden. Um, dot com under the wellness component has a picture of Michael and under there I'll probably upload all of these things that he's doing and how he's doing it and we'll do some interviews as he's going through the process of working on Suite 7 we'll videotape it probably in a time lapse because I think he's going to get in that room when it starts humming and not want to leave <laughs> I've seen him I've seen him before after he's constructed a room to hit center point and he just sits there and kind of giggles and laughs, laughs Don's kind of buoyantly moving back and forth. So, <laughs> but we'll re- we'll record it so you can watch the process because this is so interesting to me. I mean, there's so much study that um, his name again, Dr. Dr. Ibrahim Karim. Yes, I won't repeat it, that he's done with this. And, and now um, you with all your unbelievable levels and layers and depths, I just love it, are going to bring this to us at Walden. And it's going to be such a fun project. So... Thank you for everything you do. You are just oh, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, I'm happy to do it. <laughs> so uh, any last thoughts, anybody? Yes. Earth Day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give an Earth Day shout out. It's the 22nd. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday the 22nd. Talking about all the Earth Grids. Are you going to do anything for Earth Day? Are you going to harmonize, make something sing for Earth Day? You have to. Uh, yeah, I probably will. Good. It's Sunday. Okay. <laughs> the 22nd. <laughs> Barry, uh, our beautiful Barry Rosencrantz is doing a free yoga class at 10 a.m. at Walden on Sunday. If you're around our neck of the woods, I know I have some people who aren't. Maybe we'll tape it. Emily? That would be fun. And maybe even we can do it outside if it's nice and warm. Oh, Mother Nature again. Yeah. Bring her in. Yeah. Uh, and then um, astrology on the 27th. That's always a good one. I've seen the YouTube channel. Everybody loves watching the astrology. It's good. Does it have the most views? It has the most views, yes. And you could also listen to all our um, YouTube, instead of watching them on YouTube, you can go to our podcast too. It's Wellness Walden. Oh, yes. Watch the videos. We just started figuring that out. Yeah. We're everywhere, Michael. All right. <laughs> <laughs> can you center our our or what I don't know our podcast our podcast <laughs> you sent- we, we can actually put a frequency in the background that sends out <gasps> a centering frequency oh you can, wait can I do that here for next um, oh are we copyright issues maybe <laughs> <laughs> darn it darn this world all right well we'll figure it out and then um we'll also list some of the things because there's some great CDs that you say you listen yeah. to that have the biofrequencies. Am yep. I saying that right? Uh, biosignatures. 
biosignatures and you say that that's just phenomenal for sleeping and then getting into that centering vibration during sleep and of course it would run through you and then transmute into the room i'm sure yeah the cd it's called the serious cd it's um the serious the constellation (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it's amazing has biosignatures or the subtle energy patterns in the earth so it's balancing all the organs and systems in your body and it's also balancing the earth grids so just by playing a cd yeah so we'll put we'll put up some of those little things too that you can research and um fun things to see that michael's working and playing it's not working it's playing playing with well so thank you all wonderful friday it's a nice 50 degrees outside and sunny so we're gonna go enjoy it Uh, bye have a good weekend thanks if you're looking to discover more or need a recap of today's show subscribe to the wellness walden youtube channel or go to www.yourweldon.com to access the latest content and videos from this show and more. The Wellness Hour with Genesee on Karma Radio, every Friday at 11 a.m.